it's time that we have R.W. Estella live on the telephone with us. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. The season of mists and mellow fruitless fruitfulness, close bosom friend of the maturing sun, English romantic poet John Keats writes in his ode to autumn, That was the end of September 1819 when the English romantics had for nearly a quarter of a century, beginning with William Blake, been attempting to infuse their fellow citizens with a renewed sense of nature, writ with a capital N. Nature was being much assaulted by man, the romantics felt, through the many machinations of the burgeoning industrial age. Coal was the primary fuel, The mining of it was dangerous and scarred the landscape, and the burning of it blackened the skies. From start to finish, coal was a dirty process. The burning of coal also released considerable quantities of carbon dioxide, known as CO2, into Earth's atmosphere. An index of those quantities can be found in any given core sample of ice taken from, say, Greenland. What such core samples tell us is that the beginning about the middle of the 18th century when the industrial age is said to have been born was also the beginning of a dramatic rise in CO2 emissions that have been ever increasing since. Lately, while daily making my usual rounds online to several different meteorological websites, the banner notices that the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, has been posting on their homepage have not escaped me. Today's read, quote, carbon dioxide levels race past troubling milestone. Relentless rise of this greenhouse gas locks in a warmer future, scientists say, close quote. This notice echoes the alarming interview Amy Goodwin Goodman had with green journalist Bill McKibben this past Friday on her program, Democracy Now! McKibben, founder of such environmental organizations as Step It Up and 350.org, continues to sound the alarm that we humans as a species are continuing to contribute to the elevation of CO2 emissions, which are now reaching 400 parts per million disturbingly in excess of the 350 parts per million that scientists theorized would be the highest level we might contend with while still being able to avoid irreversible effects of climate change. Although he is not the only one who believes some heroically significant action on our part needs to occur immediately, McKibben is perhaps the most clarion in posing the analogy that the kind of mobilizing we need to do now as a society at large would be nothing short of the sort of unified effort we demonstrated during World War II, when virtually the entire nation was collectively energized in successfully fulfilling its mission to defeat the bellicose nations of Germany and Japan. Our planet is large enough, however, where a sizable percentage of the Earth's population is doubtful that we humans, although now numbering several billions, are directly responsible for the impasse we are currently at. In the words of a friend of mine who is a retired electrical engineer from the University of Maine, quote, I just find it hard to believe that climate change is happening because of little old us, close quote. After all, we have so many consolations some see them as contrary indicators, 
that things aren't as dark as some folks would have us believe. Look at all the beautiful nature around us all over the planet, they say. How could we be in a crisis? 153 years ago, expressing gratitude for a pivotal Union Army victory at Gettysburg, President Abraham Lincoln announced that the nation would celebrate an official Thanksgiving holiday on the 26th of November, 1863. Lincoln further declared that the fourth Thursday of every November thereafter would be considered an official U.S. holiday for Thanksgiving. In other words, in the midst of the extreme darkness of the Civil War, the president interposed a little promise of brightness and light. Such is our autumnal season, yes? For now, anyway, as the moon passes near Venus and the colors on our trees here on Earth become a wondrous palette of joy to the eyes, the threat of our daily actions relative to the CO2 levels in the atmosphere remains somewhere hidden in that great wide blue sky above. For more on Omain, here's to a great week. Dear Bradford Fortune.